Welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. Welcome to what is going to be a short format edition of the NRL Weekend Wrap for Round 15. Now, why is it going to be a short format? Well, usually the Weekend Wrap is already out by now, uh, but because of the King's birthday fixture between the Eels and the Bulldogs, we find ourselves on a Monday night still with no Weekend Wrap. Now, team lists come out tomorrow. I'll have to get my head screwed on for round 16. Of course, I've got a State of Origin Game 2 preview coming up as well. So everything Origin, from the team lists to the game itself, will be on a standalone podcast. Uh, so basically, there's a lot a lot coming up. So given that it's already Monday, today's weekend wrap, and just today's one, uh, it's going to be a much shorter format. Usually, I would open with my performance highlights uh, from the round, uh, but I haven't actually watched the Eels Bulldogs game, so I need to go back and watch that before I finalize my team of the week, which will be found over on our Instagram at Not Just a Sports Report, along with all the other performance highlights from round 15. So I won't include that in the pod today. Like I said, shorter format. Uh, I will look at the ladder at the very end of the podcast, and basically I'm just gonna I'm gonna skim through these games. So I do apologize again. I wanted to spend a little bit longer on this podcast, but it's already nearly Tuesday. Busy week ahead, so welcome to a shortened edition of the NRL Weekend Wrap for Round 15. When I said short format, I meant short format. I'm about to go through all the games in Round 15 uh, and just... Yeah, very quickly, skim over them. So Cowboys had the bye. Uh, Thursday night, Tigers, massive win for their season. I'll check the ladder at the end of the pod. Tigers 28, uh, Titans, sorry, 28, Tigers 12. So that would put any unlikely Tigers finals run uh, probably to the side for the rest of this year. Biggest news, though, uh, on the Tigers front, Luke Brooks has rejected a contract extension. So it looks like just as West Tigers and Luke Brooks are starting to click, he's going to go elsewhere. Don't begrudge him, but that's probably the biggest news on the Tigers front. No more Luke Brooks. Whilst for the Gold Coast, great performance from Tino Fasuamala-Awe. Philip Sammy was a standout in his 100th first grade game. And Mo Fodawaka looks like he's played himself into a Queensland State of Origin jersey. Uh, But it's more than just Origin. As far as the Gold Coast Titans season, that is a huge win. That keeps them in the hunt. Uh, So big way to start the round. Gold Coast Titans keep their season alive. Then, obviously, my moment of the round, Jared Croker's 300th. I spoke a bit in the preview podcast about what a special player he is. And obviously, he didn't get the result, uh, but he got the occasion that he deserved. The faithful in Canberra absolutely packed GIO Stadium out. They gave him 
the warmest possible reception. So for Jared Croker, didn't get the result on the day, uh, but what a celebration of such a class career. I mean, the man has never been suspended across 300 games. So congratulations to Jared Croker and congratulations to the Mighty Warriors, my team. If you listened to the preview, you'd already have heard me talk plenty about that game. I tipped the Warriors, uh, but they exceeded my expectations. We held in there for the first 20 minutes or so, where it was really tough. Raiders were obviously up for the huge occasion. Uh, But yeah, just over the full 80, we were just on another level to the Raiders. I say we, I wasn't out on the field, but as a Warriors fan, this is huge for our season. Uh, Now, I wish it wasn't short format because I could talk all about that result. But yeah, I'll save it for the upcoming podcasts. But massive win for the Warriors. Then the Seagulls absolutely destroyed the Dolphins, 58-18. Looks like Dolphins can't win a premiership anymore. Seems as though Cronulla Sharks in the same boat as well. Uh, But Seagulls, aside who were outside of the top eight going into this round, well, Dolphins were sitting 8th. I'll check the ladder, but I believe this win now sees Manly in the top 8. So huge win, great return to form for the Sea Eagles, and we'll have to see how they navigate the rest of this origin period. But that's a huge win for the Dolphins. It will be interesting uh, to see whether they can get back to their competitive standard over the rest of the season. Then Dragons and Rabbitohs, I was working for this one. Cody Walker ruled out before kickoff, which saw Dean Hawkins step in. 36-30. Dragons almost completely capitulated, letting in a bundle of tries right at the end. Uh, but congratulations to the Dragons. That's all I can really say. A win is a win, despite it being an undermanned Rabbitohs outfit. For the Dragons, they need every win they can get. So that's my takeaway from that game. Broncos, Newcastle Knights. Now this, unfortunately for Newcastle, similar to the Penrith game, these close losses against the top sides in the competition are probably going to be what prevents the Knights from playing in the finals. Like, you you watch the way they show up and they play the premier sides of our comp and they match it with them, which is crazy. Knights should have won this game. It was some Adam Reynolds brilliance uh, to Ezra Mam with one of the filthiest flicks you will ever see back to Reynolds for the game-winning try. A bit of Kevin Alfie about it, I must say. And yeah, that that was bad for the Knights. I mean, they played awesome, but yeah, that loss and the one against Penrith could be all that holds them back from finals this year. So it's a big hit. I do wonder now, uh, will Newcastle be a bit dejected? after such a brutal loss like that? Or are they going to come out and have a huge response in round 16? Unfortunately, it has put a huge dent in their finals hopes up at Brisbane Broncos. They are leading the way. Shout out to Kobe Hetherington as well, who came up with the offload that led to the game-winning try. And I've already spoken about the Broncos a fair bit this season, and they continue to show us I think they're genuine premiership contenders. To come and snatch a win like that against the Knights, unbelievable. And yeah, I do I do feel a bit of the Knights fans' pain there because that was, that was a really essential game for them uh, to try and 
you know, get the upset and keep themselves alive in this congested finals race. Broncos, I was going to say too good. I don't even know if it was a a case of too good. But that's what makes it more impressive, the fact that they found a way to win. So Broncos stay on top, as do the Penrith Panthers, who absolutely destroyed the Roosters. Not sure what is going on at the Roosters, but given it's a short format podcast today, we'll save that for the preview. But 30-6, to I think one, that tells us where Roosters are at, and two, it tells us where Panthers are at. At the absolute top of their game, they are the team to beat. Still, no doubt about that. Then the Storm. Well, I criticised the Sharks on the preview podcast, a team that I had high hopes for as far as challenging for the Premiership this season. 54-10, to Storm against the Sharkies. Well, look, the numbers would suggest that's the Sharks done for 2023. Now, they are still a quality enough side to compete for the Premiership, no doubt about that. Uh, But a lot of the things I mentioned in the preview of like when the tough gets going, when the going gets tough rather, the Sharks don't really get going, which traditionally they always have. And all these kind of little criticisms that I had about the Sharks on the preview podcast, they were all exploited here by the Melbourne Storm. Like I couldn't quite articulate everything I was seeing wrong with the Sharks. And I was trying not to be critical because... Up until the Sharks lost against the Broncos last weekend, I still had them as one of the top premiership contenders. So I was more alarmed at some of the aspects of their game. Wasn't quite able to articulate it. Melbourne Storm clearly picked every little deficiency apart. 54 to 10. Melbourne, we know, can do that to you at Amy Park. Trust me, as a Warriors fan, uh, I know it all too well. Xavier Coates with a double to cement himself uh, back in the Origin Arena. Cam Munster was outstanding. Harry Grant at the top of his game with a double as well. So for Melbourne Storm, smack bang in the middle of Origin period, that's a huge win. That keeps them in the hunt for a top four finish, and that's where they're the most chance of winning the Premiership. And when you consider that they were facing the Sharks here, a team that they are directly in competition with for a top four finish, you couldn't ask for more. 54 to 10, how about that for some points differential? Melbourne Storm starting to get get exciting, I must say, as far as their prospects premiership-wise this year. Whilst for the Sharks, are their, are their prospects done? No side has ever won the premiership when conceding 50 points in a season. Now, the Knights won a premiership after conceding 49 points. So that seems to be the magic number. But yeah, Cronulla Sharks, 54 to 10. We've seen some high scores now starting to creep in after a very competitive start. And I put it down to what I said a couple of weeks ago. I feel like over this origin period, the cream will rise to the top. And I think that's what we saw here in the Melbourne Storm game. They are clearly many, many levels ahead of Cronulla in terms of having everything you need to be a premiership outfit. 54 to 10, I think that tells us all we need to know. Massive win for the season as a whole for the Storm and for the Cronulla Sharks. They have a bit of soul searching to do.
that coming from a guy who probably needs to do some soul searching himself. Uh, but let's finish off with the game that I did not watch. Eels 34, Bulldogs 12. Happy birthday to the King, Clint Gutherson. I uh, don't think it's his actual birthday, but he fucking played like it. Hattrick in the first half. Uh, Mitch Moses was outstanding from what little I did see. Now, why didn't I see the game? Uh, well, look, this is going to be a bit controversial, but I watched the AFL. I'm a Melbourne Demon supporter. I am not a Bulldogs or Eels supporter. So I was like, you know what? What do I watch? Do I watch my team or do I watch Bulldogs Eels? Which, look, to be honest, isn't a game that was screaming must watch. Despite the fact I'm really enjoying what the dogs are doing and Eels fighting for their season. Uh, but yeah, the AFL was a big one. Demons, Collingwood. So I tapped into that. Didn't watch this game. So don't have a great deal to say about it. Uh, but I'm going to go and watch it now. So I'll save some thoughts as far as the dogs and the eels for the round 16 preview podcast. But like I said, we're keeping today very, very short format, just so I can bloody keep my head above water, you know? I've actually got eight podcasts to record this week. This is one of eight. So I thought, why not start quickly? The NRL, uh, we've got the preview coming up on Wednesday. Uh, The weekend wrap on the weekend as normal. That'll be a longer version than this one. And the State of Origin preview. Uh, I'll be recording that this week as well, along with plenty of UFC content. I fucking butchered that. UFC. There's an F in the middle there. And of course, Monday Munchies, a new segment over on our Instagram. Uh, Just basically having a bit of a munch every Monday. Uh, We put one up today. This morning we went to... Well, we were going to go somewhere, and there was a line. So we ended up somewhere else. But if you want to check that out, we had... A delicious morning munch uh, that's over on our Instagram. But I'm going to finish off in true style, like this whole f- podcast, with a short format ladder watch. We'll start from the bottom. Uh, 17th Dragons on 10 points, 16th Tigers on 10 points. So as far as finals, yeah, they're out of the race. Uh, p- more positive. I mean, Dragons are coming off a win. Tigers have done some great things, so... It's not the end of the world, but yeah, their season's done. Uh, Five points out of the eight are the Bulldogs in 15th and Cowboys in 12th, who are pretty much gone. They they need to go on a real run. Knights in 13th place on 15 points. So if they beat the Broncos there, would they be in the top eight? Let me check points differential. Differential, differential, minus 30. No, so they would be equal 8th with the Seagulls. But now they're 13th, and they're on 15 points. Now, had the Knights got that other huge upset over the Panthers, where they pretty much had it won, you add 4 points to the Knights' tally, they're on 19, and they would be sitting in the top 4. So like I said, I really do feel for Newcastle fans. Roosters in 12th on 16 points. Only 1 point... Out of the eight, but lots of sides competing. Holy shit. Parramatta have bloody shot up to ninth. Dolphins down to 11th on 16 points. Titans in 10th, 16 points. Eels, ninth, 16 points. So it looks like they're starting to get on the run uh, that they really need to. Eels 
in ninth spot, probably the biggest movers of round 15. Seagulls on 17 points. They find themselves now in the top eight. Raiders off the loss in seventh. The Mighty Warriors in sixth. Love that. Sharks in fifth. Rabbitohs in fourth. And from fourth to seventh, Rabbitohs to Raiders. All those sides on 18 points. Storm, after their huge win on the weekend, find themselves in third. And Panthers on top with Broncos second. Both on 22 points. And Broncos have actually played more games. They have more wins. Panthers with nine wins this season. Broncos with 11, which is something that's kind of flying under the radar. So that's where the competition stands going into round 16. Parramatta Eels and a couple of other sides outside the top eight looking to make some moves. You have the Cowboys who literally, it's win or go home. They lose on next weekend. Their season's done. So we're starting to see some clarity as far as positions on the ladder, but there is still so much fluctuation to come, and it sets us up beautifully for round 16. There you go, just over 15 minutes, shortest weekend wrap ever, Uh, but this short weekend wrap will allow me to fully, you know, dial in to do a proper preview and do a proper weekend wrap. But yeah, just the fact the game's finished on Monday, I was like, oh goodness, this is a bit of a uh, kerfuffle. So there you have it, the NRL weekend wrap. Apologies if you wanted a longer version, uh, but if you want longer NRL content, you know exactly where to find it. This Wednesday, the NRL Round 16 preview podcast. I'll be going through some news around the game. Maybe we have some more developments around Luke Brooks. Of course, we'll have Origin developments. Blues going to name their team tomorrow morning. And I'll go through all eight games in Round 16. In detail, too, unlike today. Uh, So that's all there is to it. As always, thank you very much for listening. Much appreciated. And until the round 16 preview, take care of yourselves and have a ripper week.